welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And uh, we're here for our special edition. It's the Junior Eurovision Review or Preview mm. Edition. Yes. Uh, it's that awkward time of the year where we drink wine and talk about children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, it is a little bit weird that uh, middle-aged men like ourselves are talking <laughs> about the Junior Contest, but... We do it because it is such a big event on the calendar uh, in Eurovision. And you know what? Australia's back for the fifth time in a row. Mm -hmm. I think that really shows our commitment to Eurovision overall. Um, we're one of the big, few big countries that come back year in, year out. So I think it's, um, it's fantastic of um, Bleak TV to, to do that. Terrific. And, and I actually think it's a great opportunity for young Australian performers to perform internationally. We're a long way away from the rest of the world. Our mm -hmm. kids don't get a chance to get out there and perform on a stage like this very often. So very important for young performers. Also not just from Australia, but all over Europe. So Indeed. yeah, we're our big supporters of the competition. So this year we're off to Gliwice Silesia in Poland. Yes, well, I'm glad you were pronouncing that one as well. <laughs> and look, it's happening um, Sunday um, next week. Now, in Australian terms, it'll be Monday morning, but it will be delayed telecast on the Monday evening, and not by SBS, Michael. That's right. The Junior Eurovision uh, here in Australia is covered by ABC Me, the special children's channel uh, mm. from the ABC. Big they... viewer of it, are you? No, I can't say I am. I would always watch Peppa Pig, Dale. <laughs> uh, uh, look, I've got to say, they do, I really enjoy the job they do. They yep. really promote it, they really push it hard, and it's very youth-friendly, so... Yeah, getting those kids involved in the Eurovision scene very early. Now, there's online voting in Junior Eurovision that happens before the contest, which is great for Australian kids because they're not getting up at 3am on a Monday morning <laughs> to watch the show. Uh, so it's good that they get a chance to vote. So that's another great thing. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about the competition this year. Dad. What was your overall impression of the songs? What do you think? How do you think we're looking Look, this year? I think we have a couple of big standouts at the top and then we kind of get to uh, a lake of kind of ballads. There's a lot of ballads going on. They're all saving the planet. Oh. I think there's been a better bit of Greta Thunberg's um, influence over this, but it is great to see kids having, uh, you know, an empowering voice. It's just, it's quite a lot of songs about it. Let's be honest. It's a lot of, it's a lot of uh, climate stuff going oh, on. There really it? is and saving the earth. Yep. Look, I'm going to be honest, Dale. For me, the first time I heard this group of songs, can't say it made the biggest impression on me, mm. but it has grown on me, and I'll kind of agree. I think we have a group at the top, which really, really stand out, and then maybe things sort of uh, ebb away from there a little bit. But that's like most music competitions, perhaps. Exactly. And while talking about the ones at the top, um, we've actually got the Aussie Vision team members to rank all songs, 1st and 19th. We worked it all out, and we had the full rankings day by day. We're going to go through the top four from the Aussie Vision team. Not just us two. No. Other people voting. We let other people have a voice. Yes. <laughs> Democracy. I don't know about this. Um, yeah, so we're going to go through the top four. And let's start off with our fourth place that the team voted. Yes, it is Australia. It's Jordan Anthony and We Will Rise. Out of the shadows into Jordan. Yeah, look, Jordan uh, was a contestant on The Voice, not the junior The Voice, the adult senior The Voice, and he came fourth place 
which is absolutely fantastic. He was approached to do Junior Eurovision the very next day after the grand final. And, you know, it's not a surprise. He's got quite a mature voice. He's already got an album out. He was writing songs since he was six or seven years old. And he's co-written this song. So uh, quite a standout little artist. Absolutely. I believe just snuck under the age limitations for Junior. So well done there. 14 years old. (laughs) I'm going to agree. No surprise that Jordan got selected for me. Uh, He's co-written this song with M Squared, who Mm. are producers here in Australia. For the Eurovision fans out there, M Squared actually produced Anya Neeson's Where I Am Mm. uh, from the Senior Contest. So these guys have got some real chops here in Australia. Uh, So I think he's uh, working with some really, really good people. Okay, well, let's talk about some of the positives of this song and what I like about it. Um, Number one, this showcases his voice. And, like, Jordan's voice is really mature and really strong, and it needed a song to do that. Uh, I I like that about that, and he has a lot of areas to move with it and really showcase it off and get that jury votes going on because, you know what, this feels a little bit jury bait in that way. It's also really strong production. Once you hear all the songs, God Australia does stand out as one of the highest quality productions of songs, and that won't be um, not noticed by the jury. Um, he's also, he's the only boy ballad. Not a man ballad, boy ballad. Yeah, we're boy I ballads. mean, there is Kazakhstan, but I feel like this is, but that's something else. Um, <laughs> I really feel like this is the one, um, there's a lot of young girl ballads, and I think this is the one song that will sound very different, even though there's a lot of ballads, because he's got this real strong male vocal, and I think that's going to work really well for him. Yeah. Look, I've written here, I didn't even have to know who sang this and where it was from. It was brand Australia written all over it. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well written, well produced and packaged. Mm. And that says Australia all along, particularly when it comes to Jury yep, Eurovision. Totally. Um, I think, you know, Jordan is a great singer. We've seen him live on The Voice. This song also gives him some really good vocal moments to shine towards the end of it and really bring home, and I agree with you here, that jury score. Yeah. You know, it's something that they're really, really looking for. Um, look, public should be okay with this too i think because it is a pleasing pop song that you could probably hear on the radio Mm. but um yeah look he he's the one that really needs to sell this i think yeah totally it'll be interesting to see what happens with staging that'll be really important i think look it will always be an online vote struggle um it's kind of brand australia of these type of songs always do struggle we saw jl with an amazing song and vocal last year come towards um, the ninth or 10th, I think it was, in the in the online voting. Um, and so if he can replicate that performance, would be amazing. So you can start to see where we might struggle, but I think we might he might stand out a bit more this year. Repetitiveness can work and go against it. It's memorable because it uses rise, you know, many, many times, but maybe it might become repetitive over time and, I don't know, not work that well. Possibly, possibly. So let's have a listen to maybe what a few of our uh, fellow Aussie Vision team members thought. Yes. Who are we going to listen to from this one? We are going to firstly listen to um, Liv and then Kyriakos. I honestly love this immediately. No bias. I'm usually that person who's pretty harsh on our entries and doesn't have them very high. So uh, kudos. I actually really enjoyed this straight away. Um, it does have like JT vibes, like early 2000s. It's a very smooth and lovely kind of piece. Um, it's got really nice harmonies, like they're really spine tingling. I hope he's got some good backing singers to really crunch those chords for me. Like that would be epic. Um, 
I did want just like a little more in that last 45 seconds, just a, just a tiny bit more punch. Like if they can just shove a bit more in, kind of like Dami did, that would be fantastic. But if they can't, too bad. Um, I am a little bit worried that it's a bit done before, generic. But I mean, that's a double-edged sword. Little kids are kind of basic compared to, you know, adults, aren't they? So, you know, it might work in our favor. We Will Rise sounds very polished and almost like a part two or even a continuation of JL's Junior Eurovision Song Champions from last year. Having watched him on The Voice this year, we know he does extraordinarily well singing live on stage where he is in his element. And since watching footage of his staging, which Jordan shared on his Instagram stories this week of his performance, I really can't wait. I hope the online voting public gets behind Australia. So Dale, uh, Liv thinks kids are basic. Do you agree with that? <laughs> well, kind of. Have you seen some of the online voting <laughs> from those children? Um, but look, she raises some interesting points. Um, I think the one thing that stand out, stood out for me was, yeah, this has places to go when it does a live performance. Maybe, again, not the same song as Dami, but that really rose um, one done, once done live. And I think we could see the same thing for Jordan. I'm not sure about this JT vibe, so I really didn't get any of that. <laughs> uh, look, for me, I think both of them bring up a really good points here. Um, they're not exactly stepping out of the box here, Australia. As much as I love to say it is brand Australia, does that make it a little bit predictable? I thought when Kyriakos said the part two of JL, mm. I think you know he's framing that as a very positive thing, and I think it is in the production sense. But it's also the negative, isn't it? It kind of is. We're not really stepping out of the box. But then again, this to me also represents what music is in Australia. Mm. And it is that packaged, well-produced, slick pop. So, And yeah. it's, it's worked. We've come third two years in a row. So Absolutely. why change? Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Let's go on to our third place from our uh, Aussie Vision votes. And it's Spain. We have Melanie Garcia with Marte. <laughs> Spain returned to the competition after last competing in 2006. Melanie is a 12-year-old classically trained singer. She won The Voice Kids in 2018. Gosh, you could tell she's a classically trained singer from you that. certainly can. Yeah, well, look, she collaborated in the writing and production of this song, okay. uh, which I think is really, really good. Look, I'll start off on this one, Dale. What a vocal range. Mm. I mean, what can you say? Like, wow, she's hitting notes that, I don't know, a 12-year-old should be able to hit. Uh, for me, no doubt should be one of the strongest vocalists that we have at this competition. Look, I personally like the song itself, and we are again on that eco-ballad type of thing again. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not entirely sure this is going to sing to the younger voter as far as the song goes. It's hopefully, for Spain's sake, juries like it, and I think they will. Yeah, I, I see so much appeal here, perhaps to older people rather than younger people, and that's the thing that worries me a little bit for Spain. Look... First of all, the, you said it as well. I said too. Wow, what a vocal! Like that, those notes and some of those things are into the stratosphere. It's incredible. Like it's like you're watching an alien. Like seriously, <laughs> like how can you perform that well? It's incredible. Um, the jury will wet themselves for some of these vocals, but will they, you know, get that excited about the song? That is the question for me. I think that people have really ranked this high 
based on her, based on her vocal ability, and maybe not so much on the song itself. I think there's parts of the song that works really well. I quite mm-hmm. like the chorus. I really quite like sometimes when she does not the kind of operatic part of the high notes, but actually sings in that kind of, it's not falsetto because she has a high voice, but when she sings that, I think it's really quite beautiful. There's some beautiful moments. And then there's the stuff that is, I think, a really give or take. You're either going to love those high things or you you, you, you maybe not. They can be... Uh, if Unexpected. It, it's it's going to be polarizing to a point. Polarizing. Some, is the word I'm looking some for. people are going to look at it and go, "Oh wow, look at this," and other people go, "What the is she doing?" Yeah. So yeah, as much as it is a strength, it could possibly be a weakness. I saw this as wonderful, but I still wrote, "Ouch!" When she said <laughs> those, like I, I kind of my back gets up about it, and that's not a good thing necessarily. But it's impressive. Mm, oh it's very, very impressive. It's almost the way we felt about you getting Bush Peppers. Note and Mal. I love that really high one. You hated it. You found it really grating. Yeah. Um, the only other thing as well, I feel like this feels quite a worthy song around things. I feel it, it, like the other ones, are not as accessible about this saving the planet thing. I don't really feel that much. And plus, she's saying we're getting off to Mars. So what do you think the Earth is going to be destroyed <laughs> or something like that? We're doomed. Yeah. But <laughs> what, a, what a talent. Yeah, totally, totally. Let's have a uh, listen to what some of our team members or who thought about this one. Who are we listening to this time, Dave? Um, we are listening to Emma and we are listening to Kyriakos again. To me, out of all the songs with an environmental message, Milani's Mata perfectly executes it and is a standout. Her operatic vocal range really does take her song to another level, where she just sounds ready to save the world. The song is catchy, sounds fresh, and the addition of the falsettos at the end are a beautiful surprise. This is the track that I probably feel most strongly about in the whole competition. I have it ranked at 13th. Um, it's a beautiful composition and Melanie has a, a gorgeous operatic voice. But my issue with the song is the opera is too over the top, particularly at the end of the song. It's almost grating on the ear. Um, the other issue I have is... It's a song about saving the planet, one of many in this year's competition, but the lyrics are entirely in Spanish. And depending on the staging, I don't know if this will come across to the viewing audience. So while it is a beautiful song and Melanie is exceptionally talented, I don't know that this song is going to appeal to the uh, Junior Eurovision audience. Okay, well, there you have it. I think that is such evidence of how polarising things are. It's either a beautiful surprise or it's grating on the ears. Yeah. I mean, that's what they said. I don't think Emma found it a beautiful surprise. <laughs> no, so. no, and Emma has kids as well, and I don't think they loved it as much. And I think that's a really important point here is where the where are the votes going to come from? If it's all jury and if, if, if there's going to be any online voting, is that going to work? Where are the votes going to come from, Dale? It's Spain. Come on. We know the Spanish fans come for their artists really, really strongly. True. I feel this is going to do very, very well in the online vote, uh, So, which I think uh, gives it a real chance. Look, I think that excuse gets used all the time. If that was the case, like, Poland would win every year. Like, they won last year. Yeah, I know, but that was a, <laughs> that was a really good song. But I, I don't think it's going to be enough... I think, honestly, if a song is going to work well with kids, it will do well in the online voting. And I think that's the wild card. The whole thing's a wild card because mm. everyone, if they like it or not, says she's an amazing talent. It's just like, what is a song? Is it loved? Where do we put this? How do you mark this? It's yeah. such an unusual an unusual entry. No doubting the talent of the singer, but have Spain gone a little too hard on the song, maybe. Mm. Yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should, <laughs> as Emma did say in her comments um, previously. 
Okay, well, let's see what the Aussie Vision contributors ranked second overall. It's our hosts, it's Poland, Vicky Gabor with Superhero. old uh, Vicky, finalist from The Voice Kids earlier this year in Poland, actually born in Germany, grew up in the United Kingdom. She won this year's national final uh, in Poland. Ooh. So yeah, they had a bit of a national final there. Um, yeah. What do you think about this one, Dara? From the very first listen, this is modern, it's contemporary, it has that trop pop vibe, almost a little chameleon-like at times. Mm. Um, I, I was really impressed. Like, you know that Poland are... Uh, in it to try and win it again. They're certainly not doing that host thing of going, we're going to chuck something out there not to try and win. This is an impressive entry. Um, I think this is something that both kids and adults will like, and that is what you need in a junior Eurovision song because you have a jury. They're going to like the contemporary nature of it. Um, and I think kids are going to want to be Vicky. She's that kind of like that, you know, what kids put up on their, on their wall, like a 14, 15-year-old kid, you know, they, they would aspire to be her. I think she's got a real pop star element to her. And I'm really impressed with the song. Look, it is about saving the world again, mm. but it doesn't feel like the other songs. I feel like it's much more empowering with the superhero message around it. It grabs you a lot more and it doesn't feel very worthy. It feels like it is trying to make something happen and through a really good, accessible song. I was I was impressed. Yeah, good stuff. Look, I'm going to agree with a lot of that, Dale. Poland really have found the sweet spot when it comes to Junior Eurovision. Mm. What, what appeals to younger and older audiences and keeps it still relevant to the junior theme. So, well done, Poland. They really seem to have found that spot. This has got great vote appeal, catching appeal for both juries and public, hasn't it? It's, mm. It just ticks every box here. There's also within the song some really great Eastern elements that that still is modern and contemporary. So, well done for finding that Polishness in the whole thing, you know. Um, look, she I think she's going to bring a great, good, upbeat performance to this show, and with the amount of ballads that we have, we might really need that, and it might mm. make it stand out. Um, yeah, look, this this has got to be a chance. Like, it's so good. So good. One of the standouts for me. Definitely. Um, look, apparently her... Maybe she's not the strongest vocalist in the whole thing. That may be the question mark about how the juries go for it. But the song itself might help to get the jury score get up. I'm glad you mentioned that because in the national final, they did a cover of songs as well. It's when she's getting up into that upper range, can get a little shouty. Okay. But, I mean, she's a young performer. She's mm. still learning her craft. Got time to get it right. And she's not doing a ballad. Exactly. So exactly. that could be quite, you know. So also, the only other thing as well, even though the chorus is accessible with a very basic kind of like na 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 thing going on, that also is a little bit basic. Well, does she get marked down a little bit for that? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of picking here a little bit. Also, staging is going to be incredibly important. It's not like a ballad where you can just go out there and sing it, and that's going to do things with it. You can't just go out and sing this. You've got to have some stuff going on with it. Uh, the host will be throwing everything at this one, Dale. I can't see an issue with uh, the staging on this one, to be honest. True, true. All right, let's have a listen to what some of our contributors think on this one. Who are we listening to on this occasion? Okay, we're listening to three for this time. We're listening to Fleur. We're listening to Alice and we're listening to Liv. Poland have sent an ethno banger this year. Now, it's another song about saving the planet, but unlike a lot of the other songs, this one is really accessible. 
it's a, to me the song is really overproduced but it's simplistic enough with the na na na's in the chorus that it's going to appeal to the kids and sometimes we forget that this is a kids competition at the same time I think this song would appeal to the adults watching as well it's a song that kind of crosses the generations that way yet with the important message of saving the planet it's a really good song Pollard want to win it again that's for sure I think they've got some stiff competition with a couple of the other countries, but this is going to do really well. This is another top quality entry from Poland. And could they go back to back and make history? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. This is definitely one of the favourites for a reason. It's top quality, one of the best songs about the environment this year. And if they get the staging right, they're halfway to another title. Superhero certainly is on the more mature side of Jesk entries. It's got a certain quality about it, something that you can imagine on the radio, which really stands it out from everything else in the field this year. So many Jesk entries are dull and repetitive. They just keep doing the same thing for the whole three minutes. This, on the other hand, has that mysterious opening, winds up, bang, chorus. More Polish, beefed up bridge, and boom, even juicier chorus. Like It just keeps giving every single moment of those three minutes. The vocals do look quite challenging and it did seem like Vicky may have struggled a little bit on her other live performances. However, you know, there's still time till Jesk and I have full faith that she will do as best as she can on the night. Well, all pretty positive from all of us, I think, for uh, Poland's entry. And I mm. think uh, one thing we're all going to take away, they put the environmental message, but they've done it with a bit of gusto, something a bit different rather than just a preachy kind of ballad. Yeah, nothing like this is in the competition. It really is quite a unique entry. And look, what a wonderful team. They all agree with us pretty much. Raise <laughs> a lot of the same points, accessible, you know, simple, but it works. I love Liv's comments around, you know, packing that punch and being very different and not so repetitive, even though it does have the na-na-na-na-na chorus that both Fleur and I raised. But, yeah, no, really interesting. And I think Alice is right. Poland are trying to win this again. They want to win and host back-to-back. I reckon they could be a good chance at that. Let's go to the number one song that the Aussie Vision contributors uh, have voted. It's France. And it's colour with Bim Bam voice kids finalist and she was selected internally by the French broadcasters she's really brought quite a bit of an interesting song here hasn't she Michael? Oh it's pretty good I quite like this one. Mm. I've got here my fave instantly as soon as I listened to all 21 songs together this is the one that stood out for me I mean it's energetic it's quirky it's unmistakably French Mm. my god you you can pick it straight away, and the catchiness of it, particularly that chorus. They came close to winning in 2018, and I think this really, really raises the bar. So, um, look, wow, this should have appeal for kids, this should have appeal for juries. I think this is that good. If it was in the French national final, I'd consider sending this to the adult competition. Mm. It's that catchy. 
Um, for me, it's the only one that might stop Poland from going back to back. Wow, you've stolen all my talking points. Good. Um, but no, it's <laughs> normally the other way around, isn't it? Uh, but look, first thing I wrote here was immediate appeal. We went through those songs, and this, to me, was head and shoulders above everything else. It wasn't even a competition for me. This just stood out. And I think, you're right, this is a step up from last year. I love what they did last year, but it was almost too junior for Junior Eurovision. I know that sounds weird. Yes. But saying that... (laughs) Thank you, Michael. But look, no, it was. It was like, it was probably more eight, nine-year-olds. And I feel like you need to be 12 to 14-year-old kind of song to win the contest. It was so cutesy last year, but it was still good. Yeah. And now we've got the same sort of formula, but it's done in a more mature kind of way. Totally. And that's what... They came second last year, and I feel like they've gone, same formula, let's raise it up to a more mature level, still keep the kind of junior elements in there, and I think the laughing and the bits do that. Um, But it's, yeah, like I've written here, quirky. And I think we've gone from cutesy to kooky. I think that's what's happened here, definitely. Um, so, look, they're going to have to stage it as well. I'm imagining a lot of colour. I'm imagining something quite similar to their kind of approach with uh, the video, which is an amazing little video. Be big, be bold, be yes. colourful. Be French. Yes. Be French. Yeah. And also, I think I've seen her perform this live quite a few times, and she's good. good. She can sing it. She can perform it. Um, I'm expecting a lot from France. I think everyone is. Let's have a listen to what our team members from Aussie Vision think about this one, Dale. Who are we listening to on this occasion? We are listening to Emma and we're listening to Alice. I had this song ranked at number one for very good reason. Um, it's bright, boppy, catchy, really appeals to the right demographic for Junior Eurovision. I think this song would do very well. Um, it's a song that I would choose to listen to as an adult and this is the song that my kids love and play all the time and have told me that they'll give their five votes to. I really think this song will be hard to beat. It's so catchy and infectious and has a really early 80s, almost new wave vibe about it. A really great entry and I hope it does very well. France seem to have cracked a formula when it comes to high quality junior Eurovision entries. And although some people might question whether it's age appropriate, I think it is considering it's a 14-year-old singing about falling in love for the first time. And that's generally what hap- what often happens at that age. Yeah, it's not appropriate for nine-year-olds, but it's appropriate for the singer. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the staging. I hope they bring some of the high energy and colour from the music video. Well, a few things jumped out for me there, but the main thing I was really uh, struck by was the fact Emma has kids... They love this song. And we talked about that it's cross-generational. But you know what? We're just assuming that. We didn't have children we tested this out on. She had actual kids in her car that she was playing this to. And she says that they always request this song. This stands out for kids. Well, it stands out for me, Dale. But I must admit, this is my go-to when I get to a junior Eurovision playlist. Mm. It's the first one I want to listen to. You know, uh, uh, that says something. Whether, you know, maybe I have the taste of a 10-year-old. I don't really know. (laughs) Well, true. No, but it, it does cross over um, both adults and kids. I also think Alice nailed it in saying they've got a formula. And that's what we said before, is they've changed it up from last year and they've built it up to something slightly different and they've adjusted that formula. And they should and might go from second to first. Yeah, I think they're a very, very big chance. She also brought up the whole fact about uh, nine-year-olds not... Falling in love, not appropriate? Probably not. Probably not appropriate. No, not appropriate at all. So, yeah, I I didn't really think of that when it came to it, but, yeah, maybe we'll talk about the maturity level, and I think it has raised up a little bit there, and, uh, 
yeah, <laughs> we'll move on. To be honest, I had no idea what the song was about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good thing now. All right, Dale, well, that was the top four from the Aussie Vision contributors. We've always got an outlier that we like to talk about. Mm. So let's get to do it. Who are you going to bat for on this one? Right, I am going for the Netherlands and Mathieu with Dance Met Jou. Right, what is not to love about this song? Uh, he puts in a great little performance. His national final was great. This is fun. It's upbeat. The Dutch language actually works for a change. Um, they've done a good, that little chorus is fantastic. And uh, look, this is a very worthy ballad year. And even the kind of boppy ones are quite contemporary and modern. This screams to me, fun junior Eurovision. And you just can't help but enjoy it. I know it is a bit cheesy, but I just think this is really good. I absolutely love it. And I think this is a little one to watch in the online vote. Yeah, look, definitely, I have to say, he, he does a good job with this song. There's something about the Dutch. They managed to do this little boy pop sort of stuff. Yeah. It sort of works, though. I did like his national final performance. He's probably not going to be the strongest singer we see in the competition. Doesn't need to for this song. Though. I agree. Him and his little dancers are going to put on a performance and it's going to be completely different to everyone else. Yep. So there's a market here for him. Yep. I think he's going to do quite well in the public voting, whether the juries come for him or not. Probably not. It's, it's not something I dislike, I'll put it that way. I dislike that jacket, I must say. <laughs> can, I, can I hate on fashion of children? And also I worry about his parental guidance. He's just allowed to run around a city going to nightclubs or something. Well, they're not nightclubs. Oh, they're right. like, you know... Um, ice cream parlors that have dance halls or oh, something gosh. going on there must be very Dutch okay what was your um, outlier that you uh, loved well I'm going to bat for for me it's Italy it's Amata Viola with La Voce Della Terra Style. We know I like Italian music. You do. <laughs> but this is, and it is another eco-ballad, I'll give it that. But I think she will stand out to a degree. She's got that cutesy, curly hair girl look, which always seems to really, really work well at Junior. And the repetitive chorus of the sempre, sempre, mm. might really, really stick with some people. This, this works for me, but I do like Italian music. I'm going to say the big danger for me is Spain might just blow her out of the water here. Totally. Similar kind of songs, similar kind of messages, and unfortunately, if Melanie goes off, which I think she might... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, she might have, uh, she might have uh, Marta covered in most, in most departments, and I think that may yeah, overshadow her. Yeah, look, I think... <laughs> I was surprised to see you rank this so high, but I know you love your Italian music, and when it comes down to it, there's about five or six little female ballads couple of them about, or three or four of them about the environment. To me, this is just one of the more forgettable ones. I like the sempre, sempre parts of the chorus, and that was probably the only thing going for it. And the fact that she probably is that little 
does capture that little cutesy girl kind of market, <laughs> if mm. there is such a thing. Um, so I just don't know. I, I can't see this doing that well, and I think it's going to be forgettable in the night. Sorry. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I still believe in you, Marta. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some of the other ones that are competing. We're not going to go through every entry here. A few honourable mentions. A few honourable mentions here. Let's talk about North Macedonia. Yeah. Gosh, gosh. Wow, what a song. Interesting song. Quite Seer-esque. You said that quite a few times. It did come fifth in the uh, Aussie Vision team jury ranking. So, look, we do really like it. I think it's something special, and I think this could do very well with the jury. Not sure I can see this doing that great with the online voting. Mm, It is so Seer-esque. I think it's so modern. This, I think for me, this is the Dark Horse one for me. Uh, This could, if she performs this really, really well... This, this could come and ruin the party for a couple of others. Well, this could be the one that comes first in the jury. Mm. Like, yep. this could be the North Macedonia of North... Of for North, North Macedonia, Macedonia. <laughs> again. But it could, but I still doubt about that online voting, but it doesn't mean it can't come with top three sort of out of nowhere, for sure. Yeah, massive eye-catcher there from Mila. All right, let's talk about uh, one of our returning nations, mm. Kazakhstan. Well, it's great to see them back. I like the fact that they're in it. Um, they've certainly thrown a lot at this <laughs> I'm not sure if any of it's landed <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is the saying less is more clearly is not a Kazakh's thing um, wow I mean he's a great little vocalist you won't forget this entry yeah, because your ears will be ringing for about 10 minutes afterwards um, there is everything in this, it's Disney-esque there's yep. so much going on, I mean the video itself is just all over the shop could do well in the online voting. Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone thought Kazakhstan was going to win last year. They didn't. I actually prefer this than that last year. I kind of prefer this one too. But it, it is, it's wow. It's kitchen sink material coming out of Kazakhstan. Can we also talk about the fact that Wales is back again um, this year, which is great. The fact that, you know, you have Wales um, rather than the United Kingdom. I think that's really important for the Welsh language. Definitely. I am from Welsh heritage, so I will be supporting them. Not sure about the song, but great to see them there. Yeah, and it is. this is what this uh, competition really go, does for these languages, and we'll include Ireland in this one yeah, as well. Yeah, totally. Uh, Welsh, Gaelic, uh, the, these languages, they need to survive, and they need mm. to survive through young people, yep. and exposing them to this kind of music, I think, is incredibly important. Fantastic. Another couple of like, the, the good entries that are just outside those four, um, I think we have to include Serbia. Yes, it's another one of those eco-ballads. I know you're not a massive fan of it, but I think this is a real dark horse. I think, you know, she's fantastic. I think there's a real hook there to hang on to. And from looking at that video production, I think they're going to go all out with the staging. And you know what? Gosh, she looks like she has a weave in. Like, I she is going to perform. Those has, Balkan girls don't mess about. She has fabulous hair. I'll give it that. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't see what others are seeing in that song. I'm sorry. It just does nothing. Fair enough. I'm going to mention Malta. Mm. Uh, Malta slayed the jury last year, came second to Australia, I believe, yep. in the jury vote. They've gone back to the well as yeah. far as <laughs> they have. Uh, the formula goes. A mature singer yeah. with a very radio jury-friendly song. Mm. I suspect Malta will do very, very well in the jury, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's another top. 10, even possibly a top five for Malta this year. Oh, a lovely Maltese tradition of doing well for the jury. God, she doesn't even look like she is 14. Like <laughs> She'll do very well. Good contemporary song. Yeah. Um, online voting, not so much, I don't think. I'm going to mention, for the last of our honourable mentions, um, Armenia. Uh, the first listen to this, you might not go, wow, but watch her national final performance, if they stage it, anything like that. And I think it brings a really good Eastern vibe and a bit of... Now, this is, to me, is the ethno-banger. I prefer this over Poland. I love this song and I think it could really do quite well I don't think it's going to be topping the on either the jury or online votes but I think it could get top five in both to get a really solid result for Armenia 
I'm not seeing it, Dale. <laughs> really well, we don't have to agree all the time. Um, look, I, it, it's not bad. I do find the song a little messy, to be honest. Um, but it's okay. There's some really good elements to this, and she seems like quite the little performer, I have to say. But yeah, not really happening for me on that one, Armenia. Okay, well, we're starting to kind of edge into prediction territory mm, here. We are, we Before are. we um, give our predictions of what's going to happen, shall we hear from all our Aussie Vision team members about what they think is going to happen? Let's have a listen. Honestly, I think the final battle is between France, Poland and Spain. But depending on staging, I really think Australia, the Netherlands, Armenia, Belarus and North Macedonia could really shake things up. Personally, I hope that Matthew with Dan's Matthew is the dark horse and dances his way through as the winner. I think France has got it in the bag. Um, it seems to be the favourite song across all the fan forums and online. It's catchy, boppy, appeals to the demographic. I think it will be very hard to beat. So I think that's a pretty almost certain song to finish first. I'd love to see Australia in the top three, but I'm not sure that will happen. Hopefully he's on the left-hand side of the scoreboard. I think Poland will definitely be up there and North Macedonia. Spain, while not a favourite of myself personally, I think will also vote very well. It seems to be getting a lot of love online. And Dark Horse Ukraine, because I really love the track and think it deserves to do very well. Definitely see France taking out the win on this one. I wouldn't be surprised to see Poland pretty close on their heels and the rest of the top five being Ukraine, Serbia and the Netherlands. I see Australia maybe in about eighth. Depends if who takes out the title. I reckon it will come down to Poland, Spain, Armenia and France. Well, you know... That was quite overwhelming. Not only do the Aussie Vision team love the song, they also think it's going to win France. They, it was pretty much across the board there, wasn't it? And, um, yeah, the, the, the top three is kind of really starting to step above. Um, Poland and Spain also mentioned quite a lot, but not as winning. Hmm. What do you think? Interesting. Look, I'm going to concur. France has to go in one of the big favourites. I guess it's time to talk about my predictions, Dale. Yes. Look, I'm going to go out there with my top three. I think North Macedonia, I think it's such a great song and I really hope she can really sing that and do it justice. I think she might get in the top three. I think France is going to miss out again. Second place for France for me. Wow, okay. Uh, and back-to-back for Poland. Ooh! Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic song. I can see a great performance coming up and it's got Eastern appeal. There's a lot of Eastern votes. I'm seeing Poland at the ground. I'm really... Wow, okay, that's that's interesting. You're the only one who's going to buck the trend. But look, she's right up there. Um, I've just got a few question marks that haven't been satisfied. Well, I feel more comfortable with France, but comfortable doesn't win you the contest. I think France will win. I think Poland are a top three, but I've actually got them in third place. Um, my second place, I do have Spain, which is the usual trifecta of everyone. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see kind of Spain flop a little bit and finish mm. a fifth or sixth. Um, but I'm putting them there because I really think the jury will find it hard not to give her votes. Sure. Um, so I think she will be up there because everyone's competing for these jury votes and she kind of steps above with this incredible vocal range. Uh, when it comes to the rest of them, I, I mean, I think Macedonia, I agree with you, North Macedonia, Malta, Australia, even a Georgia and Ukraine, I think are going to do really well with 
the jury? Well, on the online side, I really see the Dutch coming really big here. And I think they can actually win the online vote. They won the online vote in 2017 with that force, that little boy band with those horrible jackets. <laughs> and they've got another boy with a horrible jacket again. Okay. With the only upbeat, fun song. And I think, and the Dutch vote really hard in this. They do. I think the Netherlands could be a sneaky little online um, vote I'm not going to say I'm going to agree with Kyriakos and his thing about them maybe winning, but I think they can win the online vote and maybe even sneak into the three. Who knows? Mm, um, I think Serbia will do quite well with the online vote as well. Okay. All right. well, a we lot are... of names in there. Okay, there is. There is. It's kind of the top three and then just a whole bunch that could just do anything. It's an interesting year. Sounds like I'm the only one that thinks Poland is going to beat France this year. But... If they get it right, they will probably win it. I do agree with you there. All right, so Junior Eurovision is coming up next weekend. Yes. Check your local guides. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it'll be Monday evening, a delayed telecast in Australia, but you can watch it online live if you want to get up that early, and, of course, you can vote beforehand. We will have details about online voting at aussievision.net, plus you'll be able to see it at Junior Eurovision imagine.tv or your vision.tv <laughs> yeah all right so thanks for joining us guys that's our junior Eurovision uh, preview done for the year yes good luck to Jordan I'm sure you'll do us proud mate yeah and good luck and good luck to all the young performers out there I'm sure you'll do yourselves proud let's go for another top 10 for Australia fifth in a row I think so all, all right. right thanks for joining us thanks guys see ya <laughs>